So she just kept on going. She kept on going. I thought that maybe the story would end once the person she was talking <laughs> at left. Uh, no, not not such a case. I want to think that she was actually completely aware of exactly what she was doing and that this person is not insane. This person is just kind of a secret she genius. Was, she was and very just, odd, but she, she was very well spoken. See, but that's the thing. She's probably just entertaining herself. And I can appreciate that because I entertain myself all the time. Mm-hmm. I talk to myself a lot. I haven't gone to this far to where I've brought it out you're in public so yet. You're so I close. So close to doing mm-hmm. it. Just because you can think about it and you're like, well, I, I might not do it, it out loud. What if I'm I like do it out loud? a half a step from going over that yes. edge. Maybe and on the way home do, today. Once you do, there's no coming back. Oh, yeah. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us, and we do appreciate everyone tuning in. We have so much to get to today. We have a lot. We're going to try to pack it all in here into an hour. Um, but, of course... Don't forget to go to funemploymentradio.com slash experience and pick up your tickets to come hang out with us this Saturday, February 24th, this Saturday at the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. Come and join us for our event. We've got two parts to this. The first part is the ticketed part, which is where Sarah and I are going to be doing, this is our first time ever doing this. Mm Mm-hmm. Where we're going to be recording. Which I think it sounds like a lot of fun. I think it's going to be fun, too. And basically, we're going to have the bar all to to ourselves, including you guys who come down to the event. And we're going to watch a movie together. We're going to have movie commentary that goes with it. We're going to have delicious drinks from Not Your Mom's Iced Tea. It's a great way to... And it's, it's getting kind of crappy weather here in Portland, and we'll talk about that here in a second, too. But, I mean, it's going to be a nice way to go spend the day with some friends, laughs, movies, drinks, all of that. And that's the $10 section. So 10 bucks, funemploymentradio.com slash experience. It does mean a lot to Sarah and I um, that people are coming it out. It truly does. Like if, as I'm looking at the names on the list, supporting. like every, every person I'm seeing, I'm like, thank you. Thank you so much for supporting us. Um, so that's happening. And that's about noon to two, where that'll be the private side of the thing, the VIP event, if you will. And then after that, we will have bingo. We'll have Fun Employment Radio Bingo, and if you've been to those before, you know how much fun it is, and we will have another one of those going on. So that's free and open to the public, and that's come on down about 2.30 p.m. for that part. Yes. So join us this Saturday, please, and won't you? We would love All right, that. so we're going to talk about our trip to Seattle here in a, in a couple of minutes, but as I said with the weather here in Portland... Surprisingly, last night it snowed. It snowed in like parts randomly. of the city. And if you know anything about this section of the world, uh, maybe a quarter inch of the snow can potentially shut the entire city down. But the problem last night was it, it snowed some and then it froze. So that's really the biggest problem in Portland is, is freezing rain and then everything freezing on the roads. The roads are slick. The city's not necessarily equipped to handle that because we don't deal with it a whole ton. Mm-mm. And it was a surprise, as far as I know. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it was like, it was speculation that something might happen, but, you know, that yeah. that's happened like several times over the past couple of months. Oh, it's going to be snowy. It's going to be icy. Nothing happens. Yeah. But uh, this time it actually did. Yeah, it actually did. And so we, because of that, I've talked about this before. We don't need to go into it too much. Um, <laughs> I'm, I want to address some of the comments in the live chat, too. There's some funny ones coming in here. And... Because I live on a hill, my truck doesn't handle it well. I I didn't drive this morning, so I was taking the bus in, and kind of everybody just switches to taking the bus. Not the end of the world. 
I do see some of the comments here. Ontario dude, who's who's writing in, listening from Ontario, Canada, said, "Oh no, frozen snow! How many dead and wounded? I know you would think so. You would think it seriously is, judging by by the coverage here of something like this. It does. This the city just shuts down, and now the big the big scare is that apparently all week long we could be dealing with it on and off. So it's just a week of." Horrifying. I know. I bought my day pass today. I'm like, oh, it looks like my car is staying parked. Yep. I'm not doing that because I'm I'm smart enough to n- to know that I don't know how to drive on the ice and my car doesn't handle well. Yeah. So that just it just stays in its parking spot until everything completely dries. Yeah. 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 Which may be forever now. We don't know. Uh, but although right now it's perfectly fine, then maybe it'll snow more later today. Is something that I saw. So we will see. We will see. Weather talk. Yeah. Weather talk. <laughs> That's not really part of it. The more important part is riding the bus. And I rode the bus today. I didn't have a whole lot of um, interesting people on mine. Oh, it was you actually, didn't get any crazies. I didn't get as many crazies as, as usual when riding the bus. But you apparently did. I got, I, I won. I won this round. So tell me about what happened. All right, so I've never, so uh, today I rode a bus. I, I was on the 15 today, um, if, if, in case you live in Portland and know what that is. Um, and the 15 is usually, like, not the craziest of buses. Like, it's pretty mellow. Because, you know, when you take buses, like, different buses have, like, different kinds of, you know, people. That are on yeah, them because some bus totally. lines tend to be crazier than other bus lines. Uh-huh. Like if you're taking the one on Powell, like that's a crazy bus line, right? Yeah, if that's going... inside baseball. If you're here in Portland, you know what it is. But it's one of those lanes where, yeah, you get there's different routes where you get more of the uh, the crazies. Mm-hmm. Well, this one in particular, I think I I hit the crazy bus like just at the right time. So okay. I came on, and uh, you know it's going to be a good crazy bus when you can hear someone talking and you're still standing outside of the bus waiting to get on. Oh, you can hear them that loud. I could hear them through the door. On wow. a busy street, like talking inside, I'm like, and I heard this, and it was a woman's voice. I'm like, oh, there's a crazy on there. <laughs> and I looked, and uh, and the person matched the voice. I'm like, oh, that's a crazy person right there. So I uh, ended up getting on the bus. Um, the bus driver actually like gave me a dirty look. Usually, bus drivers are really friendly, and for some reason, this was not a friendly one. What'd you do? Nothing. I just said, oh, I had my day pass. I'm like, hello. Well, and that's it. Were just... you being? Were you like, "How's your day going?" Or did you try no. to talk too much? to No, them? I'm not talking to the bus driver. They have a don't job talk to too do. Much. Yeah. No, I am anonymous on the bus. I don't like talking okay. to anybody. I like I just put on my headphones and don't say anything. Yeah. I don't even think I said hello. I just smiled and showed my bus pass. Okay. So uh, the bus is pretty full, except for there's a seat that's kind of a couple seats back from this woman who's sitting there. So she's on one of the side seats that basically you know face into the bus inside of the bus, and she's sitting across from another woman and her child. And um, at first I couldn't tell. I thought that maybe they were friends because this woman is animatedly talking at this other woman about it. So the bus, uh, you know, the bus doors close. We start going. And she just continues on. I had my headphones on. And I'm like, oh, I'm turning off my, my book right now because I'm going to pretend to be listening to this. Right. I'm totally going to be eavesdropping the crazy on the crazy lady's conversation. Okay. So she is, uh, she's, a, she's a larger woman and had like, bit, like a huge like halo of like pink hair. Oh, boy. Like – a giant pink, like giant pink, like like magenta hair, uh-huh. and she is, she was that particular kind of crazy that is very stream of consciousness that does not fumble her words, that is very articulate, uh-huh. but she just, but doesn't stop talking. Yeah. So it isn't like she's like, and then I said that, like she's just like, and then I went downtown and I didn't realize that what I was doing is that I had mixed my medications and then everyone said they were looking at me weird and I'm like I don't know what I did because I had mixed my medications and then so she's babbling. She was about, talking about mixing medications. She's talking about her medications <laughs> and as she went downtown, I missed the first part. I was so bummed. So she's talking to this woman who, uh, as a as the bus rolls on, I'm starting to notice uh, is not her friend. 
because she's like kind of holding her son closer. Like, <laughs> I think she got off a bus stop earlier than she was supposed to because she kind of ran for the stop. So, so And she's just like, and I don't even know. I don't remember a thing. I just think I must have mixed my medications because when I went and I saw George and George said that So that was the me. general context? It was all about the medications? She was, all about, she was talking about going downtown and she apparently mixed medications or something. She kind of looked like she might mix medications right. a bit. While she's telling you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she was making that very she clear. She accidentally mixes medications. Oh, gotcha. One of those things. Yeah, one of those. Um, and she was... Uh, the. What I gathered from the from the uh, overall of the story was that she had gone downtown to this place that she goes. I don't know what place it was, but there was a guy, George, and he uh, was mad because uh, apparently she had showed up the day before and then didn't remember being there because of her mixed medications. So she's like, so everyone's looking at me funny and I don't know what I did. Because I, I mixed my medications and they and I just don't. She said that she doesn't remember the entire day. I was like, Jesus, that sucks. Yeah. Like, okay. So she, she doesn't remember the entire she day. She doesn't remember the entire day. And she said that she went back to whatever the place was that it was. And everyone was looking at her funny because because she did uh, she had done some weird things, but she didn't know what it was. I, I didn't know what it was because I had mixed my medications. So in the meantime, this woman is like, that phrase has never been said more times on this show. I think you br- shattered the record it, of mixed like medications being mixed mentioned. medications. No, and she kept saying it over and over so that's and the over name again. Of this episode already. Okay. Uh, uh, and so this woman is like, no. And as the so I'm watching this happen. The bus pulls over. Uh, the woman starts to she grabs her kid, um, and she starts to like shuffle her kid out, and she's just like, okay, well I've got to go, and starts walking off the bus. The woman does go. not stop talking. Like, she just kind of transfers her story to the person that was sitting next to the woman. And it's this man, and he's not having any of it. He's like, oh. Like, he has his sunglasses <laughs> on, his arms crossed, and he's like. Looking straight mm-hmm. ahead, like, just trying to ignore it. Yeah. And so she's, she's just like, talking at him. She, so she's talking at him like this, like not a pause is taken, not a breath is taken. I love this woman. Yeah. So she's just, she continues on. So it's like her head just kind of snapped and like she kind of followed the woman and she's going, she's like, and I don't know why because it's my mixed medications. I, and he was acting weird. And then she kind of turns back over. And then and just and like she, swivels back and around. And she swivels and just back and then like, just focuses lock, on the guy. Locks in on the other dude. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. And so I'm like, okay. So then he gets up and moves seats. And so, oh, that's awesome. So she's talking at him. He gets up and moves seats because he's getting ready to like get off at the next stop so he goes and stands <laughs> does he ever the back. say a word to her no not a single word just looking no. straight ahead he's just looking straight ahead and he had giant black sunglasses <laughs> you know, he's on. just thinking like shit yeah God no he just i could tell he just gave no fucks yeah he's like i'm not i'm not even gonna participate in this <laughs> he's like i'm gonna have none of this so he gets up and stands toward the back and so she still hasn't stopped like repeating the mixed medications thing uh, george is mad she doesn't remember the entire day and it wasn't her fault because of her mixed medications and um and then so he gets up and says and so I'm just you know I have uh, I always wear like my big mirrored sunglasses on the bus because I'm like uh-huh. I don't want to accidentally make eye contact with anybody right that's the most dangerous there. thing to do you do not want to make eye contact with crazy yeah. and so she's looking around so he gets up and moves and she's looking around and trying to find like a place for the story <laughs> to land <laughs> so she's and just looking around I'm picturing like this crowded bus with all these people like oh crap is it gonna be me. Is it going to be me? Who's yeah. going to be picked? Oh, no. No, and What's she's like, and, and I'm not try, trying to be, she's a larger lady. So she's t- taking up a couple bus seats. But not only that, she has a whole bunch of shit with her. They always she, have stuff with have them. They have so much stuff. She like, has so, so many, many bags. bags yeah. So many bags, like jackets, hats, scarves, bags, things. And they're just all around her. She just has like this huge, yeah. like this all around. Like it the, takes like five minutes to gather up all like the Like the lady in the junkyard in Labyrinth. She just uh-huh. has all this shit with her, just all uh-huh. everywhere. 
Um, so then she's kind of swiveling around with like her piles looking for of somebody garbage, else to... looking for someone. And then the bus driver was like, "Oh well, you know that happened to my son once." Oh no, the bus and, driver. And yeah, the bus in. driver did. And I'm like, "Oh, the bus driver picked up the ball." The bus driver picked up the ball. Well, maybe I was wrong. In the beginning of this, I said the bus driver doesn't want to have a conversation. No, Perhaps she was... did want to have a conversation because she's like, oh, that happened to my son once. And the lady, the, she swivels in her garbage pile and she's like, oh, so it isn't just me with my mixed medications. I'm like, oh, Oh, Jesus my God, I Christ. swear if you keep saying mixed medications. Now I know that it bothers you, so I'm going to keep saying it. I don't know. I'm trying to you get Zen with You should not have shown it. your hand. I'm trying to get Zen with it. Um, <laughs> so... so then, okay, so the... I've got a theory. I've got a couple theories okay. here. Okay. Well, this. because the bus driver also, she didn't. How should I put this? She seemed a little nutty. Yeah, she seemed a little the nutty. The bus driver was a little nutty. The bus driver seemed like a little crazier than most bus drivers. Because usually like the bus driver is like your safe, your safe zone. You're like they're yeah. just they're just there doing their job. Like this lady looked like she's she, uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna a little eccentric. A little eccentric. Okay. And so she kind of seemed like she could speak the same language as perhaps okay. the crazy lady on the bus. Well, here's what I think. What? Like there's a couple of theories I have on this. And it goes back to what I said in the beginning. Maybe this woman is just a genius. She knows exactly what she's doing. But she has to ride the bus, and she's bored, and she wants to go ahead and provide entertainment for everybody else. And so I'm thinking that maybe that's what she's doing is she's just like, you know what, I'm going to see this. There's like the rude guy with the glasses on or whatever. In her mm. mind, he's rude. Or not the rude. Well, yeah, in just her minding mind, his business. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> then she's the one doing it. She's just like, oh, I'm going to mess with this guy. I'm just going to look right at him, and I'm just going to talk to him and see what happens. Because I love that kind of social experiment. Like, just to see what people would do, to see where the point is, like, what the breaking point is. Because, obviously, no one's going, most likely, no one's going to attack this woman. If I did it, then I'm a threat. Then, you know, I could get punched. It's more likely that I would get punched. But she can do it. And she can get away with it and just see what happens. Like, see see what happens with everybody and just, like, slowly watch with her, you know, own social experiment that she's running. It's like, I'm just going to keep I on talking. I really don't think... I'm, I'm not thinking keep she's on a Mensa talking. member. Okay, well, so, again, I have multiple theories. All right, wait. One theory. Up. But there is something somebody in the chat just wrote. Uh, I, I Really quick, I want to answer this. It says, uh, Nipple says, hey, Sarah, what's it called when you take one medication, but then you have to take <laughs> another one, too, that you probably shouldn't have? Thanks. I believe what you're um, thinking of is uh, mixed medications. I think those are mixed medications. That's what it is. Okay, I'm glad we could get that answer out there. Mm. So. Also, let me please just say that someone's attractive cousin in the chat says, uh, it was full-on Forrest Gump style. Telling a long story <laughs> and then being surprised each time then they look over and see it's a different person. <laughs> that was totally it. She could have been Forrest Gumping it. She was Forrest Gumping it. Yeah. She was absolutely Forrest Gumping it. That is the best definition. It could be. It could be that. I mean, these, and these are the. T- All right, what's your other speculation? <laughs> the reason I like Forrest Gumping it. Yeah, um, that's exactly what she was doing. It's like, just pass it on to the next person. Well, okay, so either in, <laughs> either in her mind, yeah, she was messing with people. She was Forrest Gumping it. She was in on it with the bus driver because the bus driver clearly kept it going. Maybe the bus driver was doing that because it tempers down the other crazy. Like, any kind of other crazy is like out. Is just shoved to the bottom because this woman's out crazing everyone. So you can't you can't go over the top of her. I mean the the rest so of the bus was So that's why maybe the bus silent. driver. That's what maybe the bus driver is just like. Oh yeah, keep her going because what else is? It's true. The crazy is contained it's in contained. that little garbage pile. And she's harmless. There. Yeah. Yeah, but she's she's just gonna keep on talking. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna keep everybody else quiet. That could be another thing. Also, what I was thinking about though, and and it was brought up in the live chat as well by Edward. Um, if I didn't have fun employment radio, I could easily be that person that goes over there. Oh, edge. yeah. Because I would like. absolutely go on there and I would do it in that aspect. I'd start off by telling myself 
that I'm doing it just to mess with other people on the bus because I'm bored. And I'm just and I just talk and just talk and talk and talk and talk about random things and do that same thing where you point out random people until I think I would lose myself pretty quick into it mm-hmm. where it would be just be that's what I do. Like maybe that's how these people became like that. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously there are there obviously are serious mental issues that can occur, but maybe it's just somebody who's like, you know what, I'm going to. I'm going to have a little bit of fun today. And then their fun goes too far. And all of a sudden, boom, they're in crazy town. Well, I mean, we are already from crazy town, Greg. I mean, my God, we got, we, we got fired from radio. And then five days later, we're sitting in your spare bedroom with malt liquor, like talking to each other yeah. in front of microphones. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the definition of crazy. Yeah, Everybody has close. a little bit of crazy. That's true. Without this show, oh my gosh, I don't even know. Right. Like if we're getting real. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Like I probably too would be like the crazy person on the bus. Mm-hmm. Either that or completely go into like isolation mode. Oh, you become a hermit. Maybe. Would you? You think you'd hermit it? You do have your little studio apartment. It's like nobody hears from you for like months at a time. Until some someone in like the hallway complains online, about but, a smell. But then you'll you'll be online, but you'll never actually leave. You're just in there in your little apartment. I mean, wine bottles stacking up, pizza boxes stacking up. Oh, I'd be man. the picture it could of be, health. It could be dangerous. Seriously, this show is like my saving grace. That's why everyone's like, "Oh, somebody." I'm like, "I this is, uh, yeah, I, this is my favorite thing to do." Yeah, yeah, because we would both be the batshit crazy bus people. Greg, we'd be the bus people. I without fun employment. Radio. I'm already close to being it anyway. You're so close. Yeah, you're so close. Just keep resisting the urge. Yeah, keep resisting the urge. <sighs> But she did, all right, so she did eventually depart. Um, I only noticed because uh, I'd kind of gotten bored of listening to this, her say the same thing over and over again. Uh-huh. And then, but she just continued to talk all the way off the bus. Wait, so she was still talking as she was getting off the bus? Like it same never turned volume, off. Same volume, same volume, uh, same exact like speech pattern. So she everything. walked out and somebody else right now, somewhere, somebody is hearing the story about her mixed meditation. I did see her turn to look at somebody else who was waiting at the bus stop <laughs> and start to talk to them and uh, it, cause, but it wasn't like a like a oh hey how are you just continually like blah 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 somebody waiting to go to work like oh man oh fuck not Debbie again <laughs> all right <laughs> let me guess mixed medication <laughs> all right well I love that I like her yeah it was pretty new. like I really do like a good, solid, crazy bus person. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Yeah, it's that's awesome. I just love the idea that somewhere out there right now, she's still talking about that. If you see a lady uh, in Southeast Portland with, with big uh, pink hair, you know, and with like fuchsia b- hair, and a billion bags, and a ton of bags, that's like <laughs> a uh, seventy-five women walking around Southeast Portland just, right well, now. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> just ask her about her medication. Yeah, see what she. That's how you could narrow it down. <laughs> ask her if she was late for something downtown. <laughs> Oh my god! Have we talked about this for twenty minutes? Oh, yeah. When we did like this, all this awesome stuff this weekend. <laughs> I don't know. I had to talk about it though. All right, let's let us let, let's talk about this last weekend. So Sarah and I both, conveniently enough, and apparently half of the city of Portland, were going to Seattle last weekend. So we, I drove and uh, I drove Sarah with me, and I hitched a ride. And you hitched Woo-hoo. a ride, and uh, and we headed up there to Seattle. Sarah was going to her sister's house, which we're going to talk about that, and then I'm going. Well, I was going to hang out with my buddy, which he gave me something very Friendship? dangerous. Oh. Very, very dangerous. A whole bunch I'm of Cheetos? Way worse than that, which we'll get into that here <gasps> oh, in a minute. Oh, no. We'll get Greg. into it here in a minute. Oh, no. So so we drove up there. We did. T- <laughs> people are speculating STD. No, no. You did not give me an <laughs> STD. Um, <laughs> no, something more dangerous. So here's. 
Uh, here's what happened. You know, so we drove up. It's about a two and a half, three hour drive normally to Seattle. On Friday, it was madness. It probably took about four and a half hours, I would guess. Oh, yeah. It was quite, quite a long time. Did listen to a book from Audible on the way up. This is how we settled the radio debate. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to funemploymentradio.com and clicked on the Audible link. Whoa, right that was so convenient. So convenient because you do get a free audio book. Try out Audible, funemploymentradio.com slash Audible. Or funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Audible link. I'll make that a link too. Let's, go to funemploymentradio. Go to funemploymentradio.com. <laughs> click on the Audible link. Get a free audiobook. There we go. Craig, you're doing great. All worked out. We listened to Heart Shaped Box, which I really want to continue listening to. So if you've uh, listened to this show for a long time, you know that years ago, while we were on the show, I believe, I think, yeah, I, don't know. I started reading this book. So it's by Joe Hill. It's called Heart Shaped Box. And Joe Hill is, is Stephen King's son. Yeah, so that's his pen name and. Um, the Heart Shape Box is this book that I started to read. I think I got about halfway through it. And there's this one particular situation that happens in it that it made me shut the book, go, nope, and throw it away. I threw away this book because it was so disturbing. And now, like, listening to this, listening to the book on, on Audible again, like, I'm remembering, like, how, because it's such a creepy book. Yeah. I mean, Greg and I are both, like, kind of looking at each other like, ooh. As we're listening to him, it's so well done. The voice actor is amazing. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, I don't the, know the part hasn't happened it. yet that uh, that made me throw it away. Okay. So I'm curious to see. So now, how are we going to figure this out? How are we going we'll to listen to the rest of the book? Time. It's on my account. So can we both listen to it? No, not unless we're in the same room at the same time. I don't want to sit in a room listening to a yeah, book with no. you. Well, we'll, that have, to, like we'll the worst. have to debate all that. So okay. we'll figure it out. All right. Anyway, yeah, great book. So. So we're not all the way done with it, obviously, but it was uh, it was fun listening to that on the way up. Helps pass the time, if it you will. It does. But then we did get to Seattle, and finally, after hours and hours of being in the car, and dropped Sarah off at her sister's house, because that's where you were staying, because it was your niece's birthday. Her second birthday. Her second birthday. Oh, my God. She's so cute. It di- it kills me. I die every time I like I hear this, Auntie Sarah! <laughs> like, from the top, I'm like, oh, my God, and her enthusiasm. No anti-meatball? Barely... No anti-meatball. Oh. No, we didn't have any meatballs. We had pizza. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pizza. <laughs> is that mm. how she says She's it? so fucking cute. She's such a turd. I love her. <laughs> like, she has a little bundle of energy. So Sarah went there, and then I went to my buddy's house, and then we both went on Saturday, which is one of the main reasons that I wanted to go up this weekend, because it was the last weekend. Uh, maybe maybe this weekend is the last weekend. It goes until the 25th. So yeah, it's the next weekend. Seattle has this uh, Seattle Center, which is where the Space Needle is. If you don't, you know, obviously everybody is aware of what the Space Needle is. But around there, there's all kinds of different museums and things, including the Museum of Pop Culture. Which used to be EMP. Which used to be the Experience Music Project, for those of you familiar with that. Paul Allen built it. It's it's a really unique building. So it started off just as like a, a museum of music, almost not a hall of fame, not like the music hall of rock and roll hall of fame, but ab- all about music. But lots of really cool memorabilia. Now it's expanded into a bunch of different museums, all under one building, and then they have different exhibits that will show up for certain amounts of time. The one that's going on right now that I believe ends this weekend is the Jim Henson. Was it Jim? experience? I don't think it's experience. It was something else, but it was the Jim Henson exhibit. So it's exhibition. A Jim Henson exhibition, we'll call it. And it's basically, it's kind of chronicling. Imagination Unlimited. Thank you. I knew mm-hmm. it was something. Jim Henson, Imagination Unlimited. And it's all about chronicling Jim Henson's career. And with it, they have all of these original 
puppets and Muppets from, his, from throughout his entire career, from television and movies, and from when he first started out. Talks about how he got into it in the beginning and how he decided to be into puppets. I mean, just a fascinating exhibit. Just sketches from when he just first started out, like yeah. storyboards. Um, well, and an incredible person. I mean, just what a magical human. Yeah, and so it's it was really a fascinating exhibit. That's one of the main things that I wanted to. I was really excited to get to do uh, was to go there. Oh, I forgot we did ride the monorail on the way there too. Oh my gosh, Greg was so excited about the monorail. One thing about, just to go backward just a second, because we rode the monorail there, if you follow us on Instagram, Fun Employment Radio uh, on Instagram, please do, we've been posting a lot, we're going to post a bunch more pictures from the trip this weekend on there, and and we have several up there. We did do a live video from the monorail, and at one point apparently I scared a child and his family, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you did. I See, I wasn't they paying any attention. They were glaring at us too. Of course <laughs> you're not paying because when you have like a single focus on something, you don't pay any attention to your surroundings. That's why it's so annoying walking down the street with you because you'll be playing on your phone, you like walk into a pole. Well, so we filmed a live video on there and I was just talking about being excited about the monorail and then we got to Seattle Center and I was trying to show the space and all to everybody that was watching and it's saved there on our on our Instagram page. And I did. I I may have very quickly walked to the side of the train with a phone out. It probably looked like I was filming those people. No, aggressively. So he came like running to their side of the train, and they have a small child, and like the mom like held her child a little tighter. I know that's your worst. You're you're very unaware of like things that you do spastically that would make other people uncomfortable. Uh, Yeah, I didn't think about that. You kind of went running at them. I'm like, Greg. Get over here. What are you doing? Well, so you can take a look at that. that that'll be on, the, like I said, on the Instagram page. It's it's there. Um, look at a video of me scaring a child. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that was before. Jim Henson exhibit. Back to that. Very, very cool. It was really fun. Lots of original things. And, and it, it was just And can great. I say? Can I say? All right. So we did. Um, so they have stuff from, you know, the Muppets. They have Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fraggle Rock. They had the, uh, puppets from the Dark Crystal, they had, yeah. um, like the main puppets there. And they had, oh, my God, so much stuff from Labyrinth. Not so much, but, like, enough to – it was amazing. It was amazing. They had uh, Sarah's – Sarah was wearing her David Bowie shirt I was there such too. a dork. It's all right. I had my um, – so they had Sarah's ballroom dress from the ballroom scene and David Bowie's, like – beautiful like velvet jewel encrusted outfit from the ballroom scene and so they had it playing there but then they had the video um from labyrinth of that scene playing next to it oh my gosh it was so cool and they had all of sarah's toys they had lancelot the teddy bear that toby steals from her and that's what starts the whole thing um sketches of like how he designed the bedroom and oh it was so cool yeah it was yeah so greg and i were just like kids in a candy store we kept like going back and forth because you can only go in there that like your entrance buys you one like you can only go in once. So we just kept walking back and forth, making sure we saw every single thing. Yeah, yeah. So we we posted some. Like I said, we'll post a bunch more here in a bit. I was mortified of something. I just realized that I did though, the of posting from there because you know they have obviously had all, all the Muppets in there behind glass, but you can take pictures with them. And they had one with Doctor Honeydew and Beaker, and I was posting two things at once, and I apparently posted. I'm with Bert and Ernie with my picture with them. I know the difference between my Muppets. Kenny posted this, pointed this out to oh, me today. He's like, Greg. dude, you called that the wrong name. I'm like, no, no. And it had like 80 likes. So everybody thinks that I called Dr. Honeydew and Beaker Bert and Ernie. Oh, I know. I am mortified. Greg. I'm like, I know my Muppets. I love Muppets. I love all of that stuff. And I I'm would never Bert make that decision. Oh I changed it now. God. It's changed now. But yes, I feel like a complete idiot. 
and so. <sighs> wow. Yeah. I yes, I know. I'm aware. I'm aware. I po- what what I did. No, it's it because I was like posting two different pictures. I was posting. If you follow on my Instagram page, I posted that, and very close to the same time on Fun Employment Radios was posted the picture of us with Bert and Ernie. So it's because I was doing them both at the same time, and I tried to do. I I got ahead of myself, and I posted the wrong thing. I was typing the wrong comment on wow. the wrong picture. All right. But now everybody thinks that that's what I think. So. Oh man, you're and you seem like such a poser. I do. I know. Oh my God, you're a, you're the worst guy. You're a Sesame Street poser. I re, no, that's Doctor Honeydew and Beaker. We're not on Sesame Street. No, I'm saying, one. but Bert and Ernie. Yes, and there is a picture of Bert and Ernie, but that's not the one that I posted. Oh, anyway, blah blah Greg. blah. I just want to call it out. Make sure everybody's aware. So you're making it a, making it a sure that everybody accident. knows that you didn't confuse Doctor Honeydew and Beaker. Yes, even though you did. I did not confuse them. I posted the wrong comment on the wrong picture. Oh, I tried to post too many great. at once. I'm trying to get better at Instagram. If you follow me, you're I'm going to make some mistakes. Doing a real I'm going to make up some job mistakes. So far. Mm. When I'm posting, because I'm very late to the game on Instagram and follow Fun Employment wow, Radio. How flustered he is. I'm not flustered. I'm embarrassed because that yeah, is not that is something I would do. That is not something I would do. (laughs) John in the live chat just said, I'm a huge Muppets fan. I love Kevin the Frog. Oh, God. I saw it this morning. I didn't even know it. It's there all weekend. It was there all weekend with that caption on it. Oh, Greg, and everyone's liking it. Are they giving you, like, pity likes? Oh, my God. Oh, that's so embarrassing. I know. Oh, that's so embarrassing. I know. It's so embarrassing. I know. Oh, man. I. <sighs> all right. Well, anyway, so there was it's that incident. It's been bothering me all morning just sitting here <laughs> thinking about, like, how do I get the word out? How do I tell people? What? I didn't. Yeah. So that's where it's at. Anyway. There was also a David Bowie exhibit there and all these amazing photographs by this was. guy named um, uh, Mick, Mick Rock. Mick Rock. Which real is name. Real name, yeah. yeah. Um, it was just fascinating. Got to watch. Um, we watched uh, Life on Mars, you know, with a whole bunch of people who were just all kind of singing along to it. It was really cool. Yeah, so it's it's multiple different museums and exhibits that are all there at the same That one's place. there until like mid-March. Yeah. So the David Bowie one is. So David Bowie, a bunch of photography from this guy who was on tour with him for Ziggy Stardust for a whole bunch of his career. So really fascinating imagery and everything that, that went on with that. And then they have all these other side museums. Which I didn't know. I thought that we were just paying, like, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm paying just to go see the Jim Henson thing and the David with him. I'm like, that's fine with me. That mm-hmm. I want to see both those things. I didn't know that we got to see everything. Well, so they have a museum on science fiction. And <laughs> there's some funny things being posted <laughs> in the live chat right now. And sorry, if you are a live subscriber, obviously if you can't listen live, that's no problem. You can go back and take a look through the chat for, for every episode and, and see some of the things that are posted in there. It's, it's a lot of fun. Six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Uh, really helps support us. And there's a lot more coming that we'll be talking about soon um, that you'll get with your subscription. But anyway, um, so, <laughs> so yeah, so they have a Museum of Science Fiction where it's basically Paul Allen, you know, one of the founders of Microsoft who also owns the Seahawks and the Trailblazers and, and the, the Sounders and and – the Experience Music Project, or Museum of Pop Culture, he no, founded it. Now it's it. called Mopop. Mopop. So a lot of it, I think, is from his personal collection, but he has collected tons of things from movies and television and 
And so there's the fantasy one that's all like Lord of the Rings and Wizard of Oz, like original outfits from from the Wizard of Oz, like the actual costumes from they the show. They had the like the lion from the Wizard of Oz. They had the They have Gandalf's staff. They have Oh my gosh. They know, had all of the outfits from the Princess Bride. Yeah. They had the six-fingered glove uh, from from the six-fingered man and like uh, and the swords and all original stuff. And so that's just in the fantasy section. There's a sci-fi section. There's... Star Trek section. Yeah. Well, I was going to get to that one, yeah. too. There's a horror section. The horror section, for any of my horror uh, movie fan friends, holy shit, they had everything in there. They had um, everything from the, the axe used in The Shining to all of, like, Michael Myers' costumes, Freddy Krueger's costumes, um... Uh, I, I'm trying to think like things from Gremlins. You name it. Yeah, yeah. anything. Like yeah, so many amazing things were there. It was just, it was unreal. I'm walking in because this is all like a super surprise to me. I had no idea we were going to be able. To, I didn't know that stuff was there. Yeah, I had some idea. I didn't realize how expansive it was. It's I knew about the Star crazy. Trek side. So yeah, it's it's a really really fun experience. So recommend it for Fun Employment Radio. For we're going to be doing more travel things. We're going to be doing more adventures and. That's part of it, so we want to bring you you know, what we found out and what you can go do when we go there. I would highly recommend this tour. So I think it's 30 It was $33, and it was worth every penny. $33 for the Jim Henson thing. If you didn't have the Jim Henson, it was 28 bucks. It was still well, well worth it. I mean, we were there for two and a half, three hours. Yeah, you could take pictures. You were pictures. entertained the entire time. Yeah, you can take pictures. Like yeah. just when you think that you've seen like everything, it's like, holy shit, that's one of the bugs from um, Starship Troopers. Like they had one of those. Yeah, they had uh, Six's red dress from Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, Back to the Future's hoverboards. They have the Jawa costume, original Jawa costume from Star Wars. Like one it's of the, really cool. The original, like the, the Terminator from the original Terminator movie. Like mm-hmm. it's just, I cannot express how cool it was. So that's Seattle. Um, it's at Seattle Center Museum of Pop Culture, MOPOP. So the Star Trek side of it, though, was really, really fascinating, too. So they had a, all kinds of different memorabilia from all of the Star Treks, from every single one. There was something there, original costumes. and a, I don't know how they get all this stuff. I mean, I guess if you're Paul Allen, you're, you're able to pull strings and get these things. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's a really expansive. I mean, just the Star Trek Museum alone is incredible. And that's just, like I said, one of the many ones that you get to go to. But there is a point, too, where you get to take a picture with a replica captain's chair. Mm-hmm. Which I was the first one to take the picture, and I posted it of me sitting there, and it's really cool. So you have, it's you essentially as Captain Kirk, and then in the background, it's there's a, there's a hurrah and like photograph with everybody you, from yeah. on, on the bridge. And I was going to post that as my, as my, um, Facebook profile picture, and then uh, I told Sarah that. I was like, oh, I actually like this picture of me. I'm going to use that as my Facebook profile picture. And then Sarah took one and put, posted it as hers and beat me to it. You had already posted, like, Greg is being such a baby about this. So I'm just I, saying, I had told you I was going to make that my profile who picture. Who cares? Because now it's going to look like I copy you if I post the exact you same You don't even know who profile. Bert and Ernie are. You have God no... Damn it. You have no oh, legs to so, stand on. That will bother me till the end of time that that was posted. Are you going to post your like Star Trek picture and be like, look at me, I'm sitting in the Game of Thrones. The I was drinking coffee, what do you say? Yeah. Game oh. of Thrones is my favorite show. God, I'm so mad uh, about that. Just because that. you're mad at yourself doesn't mean you have to be mad at me. No, uh, but I'm saying I told you I was going to make it my... Profile picture, and oh, you stole it out you, from under me. I'm sorry, forty year old grown man. Are you are you me. mad at me because I took a good picture of myself? I had a good picture of myself, and I told you, like, look, I'm happy about this. I want to make it my perfect, and then boom, Sarah just did it. 
stealing my idea. I don't understand how me doing something takes Out away your me. chance. Because I said I was going to do it. Oh, my God. You were such a baby. Anyway, you can go there and get a picture of yourself sitting in the captain's chair as well. Yeah, it was, so really it cool. was, also it was a lot of fun. Also, part of the Borg, too. Yeah, there's there's a lot mm-hmm. that's a lot there that you can take pictures with. It's a lot of interactive stuff. So it's it's really great. The live chat Mike just said, lesson, don't tell Sarah anything. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, Courtney, pff, I can't read what Courtney's saying. Anyway. Courtney, oh, <laughs> Courtney says, it doesn't matter if you match. Quit being a baby, Greg. <laughs> just first she stole the squatches and now this. I would never <laughs> Edward says, this. celebrities can look different in person, and it's been a very long time since Greg has watched Burton. <laughs> 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 All right, well, the other thing I was going to bring up, Beside that is, I I don't know if this is a good thing or not, what, what I have walked away with oh, from Seattle. Yeah. So. I don't think it's a good thing if you said that. My friend, you know, if you know this, I, I have a PlayStation 3, which I know is an ancient game system for most people. I have not gotten a PS4, which is the newer system. I want one desperately, but I have a video game problem, and there's all these older games, and I've never played them, so I have I a couple. I want one desperately. Desperately. Jesus. Desperately. That's all I would talk about on if I was on the bus. I do I have two games. I desperately want a video desperately game. Desperately was so, probably so. a bit overdramatic. I'm just was... trying to get away from the Burton or anything. So <laughs> yeah, That's a good way to make yourself seem more cool, I was so you, how to, desperate that, you are that's... for a I'm just trying to get away from it, okay? I'm going to be chasing, running away from it the rest of my life. Anyway, I have two games at home right now, loaned to me by Jason, host of The Well-Adjusted Gamer, here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. The Well-Adjusted Gamer is a fantastic program, podcast, part of our network, and we really love having uh, having Jason on board. Jason loaned me a couple of games a long time ago, and I've still been playing them, and I finally, finally finished them. So I have this empty spot where I need some games. An empty hole in your heart, if you will. Well, my friend did get a PS4, and he has he had stacks stacks of PlayStation 3 games. It's like, oh, wow, that's a lot of PS3 games. I'm, I'm still playing on a PS3. He's like, whoa, man, you should take those. I need to get rid of them. Magic I like, words. No, as I, I was like, I kind of like stumbled from that. But what, what, what do you mean take them? Like, what do you, what do you mean? It's like, no, I don't want them. I, I need to get rid of these things. Like, that would be awesome. Take all of them. And then I, I try to play it cool. You know, I try not to panic. He had stacks and stacks of games. Oh, my goodness. I brought home with me probably, uh, I haven't even counted them because I was afraid to count them. It's got to be close to 20 games. Oh, boy. 20 games that I've never played before. Greg, what are you going to do? Yeah, it's a big, it's a big issue. We have all these things we're trying to get done with the show. People are sh- surprised show. that you actually came in to do the show today. I know. Oh, yeah, it's a holiday today, isn't it? That's President's not Day. For us, I've, not I've for never f- had President's Day off in any job. Not for fun and play with radio. We don't believe in holidays <laughs> unless we do. <laughs> well, I mean, any job I've ever worked, I've never had President's Day off. But. So, do you know which one you're going to play first? I have 20 years. I don't. I don't know. Well, I can't do it. That's a lie. You know, I, I instantly started lying. You're already I'm trying lying. to cover it you're up. Trying I'm to trying cover to cover it up. it up. Like my brain is like, nope, you're not going to play any of them. Don't do that. I already did. I put in the Walking Dead video game. I'm not that impressed with it. 
It's a little slow for me. Oh, well, good thing you didn't spend any hard-earned money good on Good thing it. I only have 19 other games to choose from. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. There's Call of Duty. There's Resident Evil. There's Bioshock something. There's, there's, uh, there's, oh, the Star Wars Force Unleashed, which I have already played before, but I'm going to play it again. And then there's... Um, because they're like yours to there's have. There's Indiana Greg. Jones. There's like, like you a don't Lego have to give one. Him back, right? No, he doesn't. No, he, I was like doing him a favor by taking these things. Oh, you're so kind. I was very kind. So it's it's gonna be. Um, it basically just gave me a bag of drugs. Mm-hmm. A whole bag of drugs. It's like somebody who's like, oh no, I'm off of crack. Oh, don't worry, you're off of crack. Oh, that's fine. Hey man, I've got this whole bag of crack, and I quit. I, can you just take it? Like, do me a favor. Get it out of the house. Take it with you. Like, sure. I'll take your crack. I'm not going to do anything with it. I'm fine. I'll you can either resell the crack or you can yeah, just occasionally I'll just dabble. responsibly use the crack w- when I need it. I want to play all the games. Like, I want to stay up for the next week and not sleep and play everything, every single one of them. I'm surprised that you are, like, awake now. I would think that you would. It's hard. It's very, very hard for me. To not want to put in every single one of those video games and play them. I just, my, my biggest problem is I don't know what I'm going to play next. The burdens you bear. Girl. Walking Dead was a little slow. Okay. A little slow. Oh, okay. Well, th- thank goodness you have other ones to choose from. Anyway, that's what's going on in my life. So I hope everybody, you know, with your problems that you have out there, hope you understand what I'm going through today. Greg, you're a horrible person. Yeah. Mike in the live chat I see a future live intervention episode yeah whatever you do if you come out this weekend don't bring me PS3 games yeah if you even show up I'll show up I hope people want to come to our movie thing I hope so come hang out with us come hang out with us funemploymentradio.com slash experience just know that if you do just get me out of the house just get me out of the house it'll make me so happy plus you don't want to make Sarah... What is it? Somebody just said they didn't want to make Sarah happy? They don't want to make me happy. Apparently not. Somebody said that. I, I mean, if this I is that. like my happy place, and then if, like, you know, people are like, oh, well, I could go, but I don't really want to. Or, like, I could, but I just don't feel like it. I mean, that does make me a little sad. Because I look at the list of the people who are coming, and they make me so happy. I'm looking at each individual person like, thank you. I see you. Thank you. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, is Kentucky Fried Chicken like a big deal in the rest of the world or something? Yes. All right, just not so much KFC. here. KFC. Yeah. yeah. KFC. All right, well, KFC is in the news because, uh-oh. Yeah, they're pretty big internationally. Okay. I remember When I lived in London, I remember there were lots of Pizza Huts. They were everywhere. Mm. Pizza Hut everything. All right, anyway, Greg, bad news for some of the... KFCs in the UK, they have had to close because KFC is running out of chicken. Oh no, I'm a chicken man. I know. Well, the fast food chain has been forced to temporarily close, uh, temporarily close hundreds of restaurants in the UK after a logistics snafu stopped their chicken deliveries. About 800 of the company's 900 locations in Britain. Wow, 900 KFCs in Britain. Well, that makes sense. All right, well, we're closed. Uh, I mean, as of today, there's a lot of people there. So KFC, which is owned by, Ta- oh, did you know uh, KFC is owned by Taco Bell and Pizza Hut? Yeah, who are owned by Pepsi, right? Who are owned, by, owned by Yum. Who, who Pepsi owns. Isn't that true? Cr- I, I thought Pepsi owned all of them. I'm sure they do. 
I don't know. This is all very confusing. It's all like some big. Yeah, they're all under the same umbrella. Okay, well, it says that this A&W is owned by too, right? Yum. Yeah, because that's why you see all the KFC A and Ws. Okay. Maybe the Pepsi thing. I'm, I could be wrong with that. Okay. Well, the chicken shortage has been uh, caused by some confusion with its new delivery partner. Uh, KFC says we won't compromise on quality, so no deliveries have meant that some of our restaurants have closed. Um, or others are operating on a limited menu. So people are panicking in Britain that they cannot get their Kentucky Fried Chicken. Riots are happening in Britain over that. Yes. KFC says it's too early to say how long it will take to restore normal service. So hopefully you'll get your chicken back sooner than later if you are a concerned British citizen wanting your KFC. Yeah, boy. All right. Thanks to everyone who sent the story to me. Yes, they do. They are owned by Pepsi. Oh, oh, seriously? I want to make sure that I have that right. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, are you sure it doesn't Coke? Yeah, no. It's... I mean, you've just been known to not be 100% accurate <laughs> on things sometimes. Quiet. All right. A pilot this past week had to make an emergency landing after a fight broke out over a passenger who allegedly refused to stop passing gas. Okay, I saw a headline for something this like this. I, I have not read the story. Yeah. So. Two, so this is what happened. So two Dutchmen sitting next to the flatulent passenger reportedly, repeatedly asked the man to stop passing gas, but he refused to <laughs> no. and continued to break wind aboard the Transavia Airlines flight from Dubai to Amsterdam. So the budget airline crew allegedly did not help the passengers after their complaints, leading to a fight between the two men. <laughs> <laughs> or the three men. It's the two Dutchmen versus so the farting guy. Here, this guy just keeps on ripping them. Uh, despite, yeah, despite a warning from the pilot, the altercation, altercation continued, and it forced the airplane to be diverted to Vienna, where it had to make an emergency landing because the passenger would not stop passing gas. Police boarded the plane once it landed, um, and it removed two women and two men that the pilot reported as passengers on a rampage. All right, so the women who are sisters, so the women were complaining about it, and for some reason, uh, the people that were complaining plus the farting guy all got removed. Wait, what, did, what happened to the two guys, the two Dutch guys? Uh, they, they were taken off, too. Let's see, it says four passengers were taken into custody, and then they were released without being charged. They've all been banned from flying Transavia Airlines in the future. I feel like you're reading this for the first time as you're telling us this. I read it earlier, and I think I copied the wrong link, because I had a better informed. Because I'm more confused now than I was in the beginning, and I've read nothing of this story. So, <laughs> what happened? A pilot made an emergency landing after a fight broke out over a passenger who allegedly re- uh, refused to stop passing gas. Two Dutchmen sitting next to the passenger repeatedly re- asked the man to stop. He refused and continued to break wind. The airline crew did not help the passengers after their complaints, leading to a fight between the men. Despite a warning from the pilot, the altercation continued and forced the airplane to be diverted to Vienna. Where did the two women come into this? I don't know. Here, let's find out together. Police boarded the plane once it landed and removed two women and two men that the pilot reported as passengers on the rampage. The women, who are sisters, are now taking the airline to court, claiming they were not involved in the altercation. Uh, Let's see, a 25-year-old law student named Nora was one of them. She calls the removal humiliating. She said, we had no idea who these boys were. We just had the bad luck of being in the same room. We didn't do anything. All I will say is that the crew was really uh, provocative and stirred things up. The passengers were released from police custody without being charged. It says nothing about the farting guy. So, well, maybe, I mean, it's not illegal, is it? It should be. 
If somebody's refusing to do that and you're all like breathing the same air inside well, of a metal tube. I mean, they're telling him to stop. How can he stop? Go into the bathroom? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. That's a that's a dicey situation there. I mean, it must have been so bad. It yeah. It had to be horrible. No, because this guy from the other accounts I've read of this, like this guy was reportedly just like letting him rip and just being disgusting, which I would be I would want to punch someone in the face if I'm stuck on a plane that I'm already scared yeah. to be on and then someone's like making an uncomfortable space even worse by stinking it up with their body air. <laughs> no. I don't know. That's a tough one. That is a tough situation. All right. I do have one more story. Okay. This one I did read through. A man who claims to be a time traveler says that he has photographic evidence from the year 5000. Oh. And it's not good news for humanity. I want to see this. Well, this time traveler, known only as Edward, has revealed a chilling glimpse into humanity's future. Edward appears in a video clutching a photo which he claims shows life in Los Angeles in the year 5000. Where it's not above water, it's actually an underwater city that people now live in. Awesome. 3,000 years in the future. So Edward, who has been blurred and had his voice changed as he doesn't want to be identified uh, in the video, you can find it Where's online. the picture? Where's the picture? Well, it's, just a, it's just a, a hands of... Are you... Look it up then. Look up Edward Time Traveler LA Underwater. You're welcome. Edward, who's been blurred and his voice changed as he doesn't want to be identified, claims he was part of a top-secret experiment in 2004. It meant he was able to tra- time travel, and he managed to get some photographic evidence. That's not right. Where's the bubble that they would live under? Of what he saw. you got to live under a bubble. Well, Edward claims That's that everyone That's a terrible lives... picture. That's a stupid picture. Yeah, so Edward uh, says that, yeah, Los Angeles is all underwater. Uh, humans were forced to live underwater when all the ice caps melt, but melted because of global warming. So he's not the only time traveler that's come forward to try and get some publicity. Uh, last week, a man claiming to be a time tra- traveler from 2030... I did see that one. ...made some predictions about what the future would bring. This man, known as Noah, claims he's from the future and is risking his life um, by telling those in the present what the future has in store. In an interview uh, with a couple Australian radio hosts, uh, he says that Martin Luther King Jr.'s only granddaughter, Yolanda Renee King, will be president of the United States in 2030. Uh, he said she's the granddaughter of Martin Luther King Jr. She's 21 at the time, that they, but they pass a new law that makes it so you can be younger as a president because now you have to be 35. I'm not electing a 21-year-old president. No. Uh, so Yolanda King is currently nine years old. Uh, let's see. Uh, in the interview, Noah also says that Donald Trump will be reelected to serve a second term. But when pushed uh, to name the successor, Noah is reluctant. He says, I can't tell you the name of the next president because, first of all, he does something really bad and he's a political figure right now, so I can't say who it is. Well, in a lie detector test, footage of which was released last week, he makes a series of predictions, all of which were said to be that he was telling the truth. Yeah, but here's the thing. You know how you pass those tests? Hmm. I've read about this. So you take, you have to get like a pin or something. So you give yourself like a jolt so that every time you say something, your heart rate's elevated. So what they'll do is to trick it. They'll have like, oh, like a, a thumbtack or something? Thumbtack or something in their hand or somewhere, like even under their. Under your foot or something? Yeah, something. So they stab themselves every time they're giving an answer. So their heart rate goes up. And so it tricks the thing. So it tricks the test into thinking everything you're saying is the truth because it's monitoring it based on what your normal heart rate is. 
So if your heart rate's already always elevated, it looks like you're telling the truth. I don't want to step on a tech. But you can pass the lie detector. All right. Well, amongst his predictions that Trump will be reelected, uh, phones are going to be bigger. Okay. That's like this is the biggest. Is that's he's like groundbreaking. That's like 12, revo- 12 years from now. Yeah. So he's saying in twelve years we're gonna have time travel. Uh, no, he's but he's traveled from. There's already time travel because he traveled from two thousand four, or no, this guy's two thousand thirty. I thought you just said. Oh, yeah, he traveled back from 2030. The other guy. Well, the uh, other guy's from year 5,000. That's different. No, he traveled to the year 5,000, but he's really from 2004. Oh. Yeah. All right, so. Uh, okay, Trump the year 5,000, that's so far. That's so. Think of 3,000 years ago. Yeah, and I like how he's holding a photograph. I'm like, really in 5,000? I mean, 3,000 years ago, that's 1,000 BC. Like, think of how much different humanity is from there to then with technology. I think we'd be a little bit beyond just having a city under the water that looks exactly the same as a Photoshop version of L.A. underwater. Mike uh, in the chat says, Greg just um, happened to be reading up about how to pass a lie detector test. <laughs> yeah, it really doesn't make any sense about the whole like underwater Los Angeles thing. Why would you go 5,000 years or 3,000 years in the future and that's all you're going to get? I don't, yeah. So these are his uh, revelations. Picture? Yeah. Um, and phones, yet he could carry the picture back. Then why couldn't he carry back some technology? Well, phones are going to be bigger, and this is in the year 2030, and that in 2030, there will be robots that can run a household. Well, that's already happening now. I know. That's this is like the, it's like the lamest time travel. I saw that at CES. They already have those. That does exist. That's old technology. It's just not out into the marketplace yet. Well, there's the groundbreaking... I dispute this. I want to have... Uh, we need to get this person on the phone. I'd rather not. Let's get an interview with them. All right, that's a little crazy. <laughs> mm. Would you go into the future if you could? Yeah. You would? I mean, not forever, right? But if there's a risk, you couldn't come back. Oh, no. There's always a risk with time travel. No, thank would you, you rather go into time the, traveler. Would you rather go into the future or into the past? Mm. 3,000 years into the future or 3,000 years into the past? Why would I want to go 3,000 years into the past? That would suck. I don't know. It's probably fascinating. Mm. I mean, it's dangerous no matter what you do. Imagine you could go and just observe. You, you're, you're not going to But then risk. you might not be able to come back? Well, there's always that 5% chance. I would not take that chance. Well, okay, fine. Remove that chance then. Okay. All right, you're then boring. I go. Which one would you rather do, the future or the past? Oh, 3,000? We'll say, for example, yeah, 3,000 years into the future. That's like a really large amount of time. It's a very large amount of time. I guess... I guess past. Yeah? Mm, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm very interested in the past, but I, wouldn't, I would want to go like 2,500, 2,000 years. Because I want to see Roman times. That's what I want to see. Oh, well, you didn't say 2,000 years. You said 3,000 years. You can't just change the number. Well, then I'll go see, what is it, Greek, Greece in charge then? I can't remember. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, I'd go back. You'd go back. Mm-hmm. I would be curious to see the future. I, I'm... I wouldn't. It's just going to be a whole bunch of, like... It'll be robots. No, it's just going to be a whole bunch of unclothed, sexless, androgynous, like, people walking around with, like, computers strapped to their heads because nobody wants to live in the... No, we're going to look like the greys. That's what we're going to look like. Yeah. Yeah. I bet... Yeah, I imagine it'll all be, yeah, sexless at that point. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Just, like, because nothing nothing matters. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be like, all right, everyone just lives in their virtual world, like Mm -hmm. in Ready Player One. Oh, no, it's going to be well beyond that. Yeah. 
Greg, I do have something else that I um, that you might not like. Well, I have some ball talk that I still have to do. Oh, but... okay. You want to do your ball talk? Yeah, I do. I suppose. Yeah. Well, I have one thing that I have to do mainly. I suppose. There's one section of it that I. Raheem and Hannah, this goes out to you. Oh, I played the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> we can't play that one. I know. Crap. I I don't know why. I saw. I still have it labeled in there. We as don't have to have background music. We can go without it. No. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, Sarah. So we're just going to talk about one little section of what happened over the weekend. Of course, the Olympics are still going. That is happening. There's controversy. There's There was a wardrobe malfunction during the figure skating. A French woman had a ward, ward, wardrobe malfunction. Her boob? Yep. Oh. There was a boob, apparently. And then there was also NBC apparently falsely announced somebody as being a gold. There's this whole debacle where they announced somebody as being the gold medal winner. And they kept on talking about it forever. And then it turns out they were not the gold medal winner. They were just wrong completely. Oh. Yeah. They did a whole Steve Harvey thing? Kind of. Yeah, only I think it lasted longer, although there weren't as much ramifications because they were just reporting. But anyway, that happened over the weekend. There was also... The NBA All-Star Game. Oh, yeah. It was All-Star Weekend, the NBA All-Star Weekend. Of course, where the best and brightest in major in the National Basketball Association gathered together and blah, 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 blah. It was all in L.A. Damian Lillard did well, though. Oh, he did? Yeah, he was the leading scorer for Team Steph Curry. So the way it worked this year is yep. usually Eastern Conference and Western versus Western Conference is the top players from each. There's fan voting for the starters and then coaches pick the rest. Okay, so there is it like the West Coast and the East Coast? It's, you, that's how it usually is. That's not how they're doing it anymore. This year was the first year they took the leading vote-getter from the East and leading vote-getter from the West, and then those two drafted their teams based on a pool of all-stars that were given to them. So there's a pool of all-stars. So LeBron James was number one vote-getter. Steph Curry was number two. So they became team captains of each of their teams, and they took turns drafting players out of the what is it, 24 players that were available oh, okay. the All-Stars. Which means somebody was chosen last. It was announced the player chosen last. So they didn't do the draft publicly, but of course it leaked out. Yeah. LaMarcus Aldridge, the last player picked Aww. for the All-Star. However, all of the players seem to be agreeing that next year they want to do it public. Oh, yeah. That's just like mean. everybody wants it to be public. So Oh, the drama. I think, I think they're going to be doing that. Oh, yeah, that's like a... That's a reality I will watch show. It. Of course I you would. I would absolutely watch it to see who gets picked last. I mean, they're all all-stars, so it doesn't really matter. But that's going to be happening. But the main thing, the thing that's getting the most play out of this over the last weekend is what happened at the beginning, and that was the national anthem. Oh. So Fergie, you know who Fergie is, Ugh, Sarah? Unfortunately. The Black Eyed Peas? hmm Fergie sang the national anthem. Apparently, she grew up very close to the Coliseum in L.A., where it was. Somehow, she got the gig. But she is... This performance is going to go down in history as one of the most bizarre national anthem performances... How have I missed this? Wait, is it really that bad? ever happened. It is just strange. Okay. She's... She's not... um, She's not off-key... But she chose, I'm sorry, she chose a very specific style 
What? To okay. sing the national Did anthem. Did like wrap it or something? I'm going to go ahead and play it for you. Okay. And uh, we'll just let it start off. And we'll... The Star Spangled Banner is an acclaimed singer, songwriter, actress, and eight-time Grammy Award winner from Hacienda Heights, California, Fergie. What is going on? What's so proudly at the twilight's last gleaming? stripes and bright stars. What is she doing? She's. I what think... is she doing? It's like somebody's listening to too much Amy Winehouse. Yeah. I don't know, but she, the, but she's not pulling it off. Jesus, I think, I think she, Mr. Jakey just said this is upsetting my cats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, what and is, she's doing this little hand thing. It's like she's trying, is she trying to, to be sexy or something. She's, I think she's trying to be sexy. Like oh, it's kind God, of like a Marilyn Manson with thing. The, the national anthem. What is wrong with she's you? She's doing this whole sway thing while she's doing it. It's okay. I'm going to cut it off. Um, yeah. I don't know exactly what she was going. Nobody knows exactly what she was going for. But I mean, what I think was the response? That isn't that. The response was not good. Okay. So it's it not just not like good. us being like, it's not, it, People the notice that it is not a good was song. Was not good. I suggest watching the video <laughs> even if you turn the sound out because during it, you know, it's the live broadcast. They're showing, you know, all of the players as they normally do during the national anthems. They'll show like people in the stands. They'll show players. They showed uh, Chance the Rapper, which if you don't know who he is, he's actually, I didn't know either until he hosted SNL. He's a, quite a talented guy. He's pretty awesome. They show him and he's just like smiling, this really awkward smile like, holy shit, this is going on. Oh and then my God. They also pan to... Uh, Draymond Green from the Golden State Warriors, he's one of them, and he's just sitting there with his mouth open. <laughs> like, what is happening? And then he realizes he's on camera and he starts laughing. And then Steph Curry starts busting up, and it's like they're all just like, what? And then oh they show my... Jimmy Kimmel in the stands, and he's just got this smile on his face. That's so embarrassing. It's so awkward. All right, I'm looking in the chat. Please make it stop. This yes. sounds like when the horrible people sing on American Idol. Uh, Jones asks, is she laying on top of a piano? It totally sounds like uh, Connie Chung when she was leaving... Her show and she did that. Thanks for the memories. Oh, I forgot about that. That is, that is ex- so long ago. I forgot all about that. Do you, but you remember now. I right? know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is going to go up there with the Roseanne singing, <laughs> screeching the national anthem. It'll go up there. Maybe Carl Lewis good. I don't know. Carl Lewis is pretty hard to top. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I want to make up for it now. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Lewis is hard to top. But uh, it's... You know, it's, I don't even know what to say. It is just so weird. It speaks for itself. That was Fergie's sexy national anthem. Oh, God. (laughs) Sexy national anthem. Jesus. All right, I'll just leave it at that. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh, my God. I forgot about the Connie I know, I just pulled it up. Hang on, we just need to, just for a second, just for reference. So this was Connie Chung when she was going off air. Thanks for the memories. (laughs) 
We came to do a show for very little dough. By little, I mean I could make more working on Skid Row. That's cable TV. We just have to wait for the grunt when she's trying to get off the piano. Thanks now. for the memories. This half a year flew by. My Maury, what a guy. Instead of asking who's the daddy, he could talk Dubai. How stunned were we all? All right, here she goes. Maury would talk instead of listening, unaware <laughs> of the concept of whispering. And when he oh. did say this is so the right and now she's laying on top of the piano. It was so rare. Why should I care? Thanks for the memories. The thing I love the most about hubby as co-host is all those other... All right. Oh, it's their, it's their Maury and Connie show. As Melba Toast, the Really oh, Sarah, how much longer do I just want to just hear... Oh, here it goes. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay, that's it. I was over here trying to get off the piano. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, what was this from 2006? Oh, my God, that's 12... It was from 12 years ago. Wow. Holy crap. All right. Oh, before we go, I do have uh, one more thing. So, Greg, I know that you were, like, super mad about me, but, like, stealing your Star Trek picture because you had thought about maybe making your profile picture. Yes. Well, I'm going to steal something else for you. I think it's time for a squash watch. Sarah. What the hell? You're not doing your job. I have to do it for you. Squash! Squatch watches are my thing. Bigfoot not... is real. This is according to one California woman, and she wants to prove it in court. Claudia Ackley, totally sane person, says she encountered a Sasquatch while on a hike with her kids in the nearby Wait, town of Blue I have Jay. this story. It's, re- it's written down. I, I kid you not. I know exactly what this is. It's written down in my ball talk list. Why didn't you do it? Because we were going to do it last week, and then we ran out of time. You are... Squatch stealing? Stealing everything from me. Okay, fine. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Greg, again, if you're not going to do your job, someone has to do it for you. Claudia Ackley says she encountered the Squatch while on a hike with her kids in the nearby town of Blue Jay in the San Bernardino Mountains. According to the Lake Arrowhead woman, uh, her daughter actually spotted the massive man-like creature covered in hair um, staring at them about 30 feet up in the trees. He looked like a Neanderthal man with a lot of hair Ackley told ABC7, about 800 pounds. I was trying to tell it to please not hurt us, and that's when he just stared at me. This is the, um, so this is her encounter. Uh, According to Ackley, there were two other Bigfoots nearby. She said her daughter captured footage of the strange encounter. There's nothing in in the footage, but spoiler, spoiler alert. Maybe a bear. This is why you don't get squatch watches. You're not Ackley a believer. Ackley called 911 to report the mythical apes that she saw in the woods, but the authorities did not believe her. Now she's filing a lawsuit against the state of California and the California Department why of Fish and Wildlife. Why'd you go to an accent there? 
I don't know. I, I went back to like 2006 and I was thinking about Arnold Schwarzenegger and that was when he was the governor of California and that was kind of where I was going. Wow. Now she's filing a lawsuit against the state of California and the California Department of Fish and Wildlife for refusing to acknowledge the existence of Bigfoot. She is angry and she's not going to take it anymore. So is there a Sasquatch hiding in the mountains of Southern California? Previously alleged encounters with Bigfoot have taken uh, place mostly in the Pacific Northwest, but people say that they've spotted the Squatch come to life in forests all over the world. Is Claudia Ackley telling the truth? Is she just looking for fame and fortune? Or just looking to look like an idiot? Who's to say, Greg? Who's to say? That's your Squatch Watch. I do think there's a Squatch in these woods. You're welcome. In the live chat, John is saying, Greg, pack up all your jackets and hats, hop on the max, and tell everyone how Squatch Watches are your thing. <laughs> they are my thing. So I kept taking them from me. Well, maybe you shouldn't just leave them out to be taken. <sighs> the world doesn't know you anything, Greg. you got to reach out and take it. Yeah, which is what you're doing, so just by stealing. stealing yeah, that's what me. I just followed my own advice. Nobody's going to hand you anything. You have to take it. Or you could just not tell Sarah anything and keep it all to yourself. Yes, because in the grand scheme of things, all I'm doing is sitting at home going like, how can I ruin Greg's day? I know. I'm going to take a picture of me that has nothing to do with him, make it my own profile picture. After Greg said he was going to do it. And ruin his day. Do you think I listen to everything you say? I don't... What... In what world am I sitting here, like, hanging on your words saying, like, I'm going to change that to my profile picture? Who listens to that? What you doing over there? You know what I do when I need to get my taxes done? Oh, boy. <laughs> smooth. That was a smooth transition. Um, I think we've done enough for today. I think we should probably wrap up for today. I thought you were going to do the tax thing. Well, I am going to talk about that. Because that is actually what I'm going to be working on, is prepping my taxes to send to Block Advisors. Awesome. So that is where we go. H&R Block. It's a section of H&R Block called Block Advisors. Focuses on small businesses, but really they can handle any size of business or personal taxes because we go to Gilbert. Our pal Gilbert, you can call him at 503-233-0447, 503-233-0447. And in all honesty, tax time is a stressful time for me in particular because I, it's not my favorite thing. If you know anything about me, you know I, I hate, I hate this time of year. Or everybody hates this time everybody of year. Everybody does. Yeah, I'm sure there's lots of people out there that are just like me. Because it's confusing, and you want to make sure you're doing it right. And if you've ever been audited, it's not fun. That's why it's been so much nicer going to H&R Block, and in particular Block Advisors, because Gilbert is there. Gilbert makes it easier. Gilbert, I can walk into <laughs> him and be like... Gilbert's our security blanket. <laughs> Gilbert, I screwed up this form this year, which is what I'm going to have to do. Like, I'm, I'm nervous I'm going to have to go in, because he told me what to do, and I, I'm realizing you I didn't, didn't do, do it right over this last year. So I'm going to be, Gilbert, I made a mistake here. And we'll go, Greg, I told you how to do it right to make it easier on you. Let's fix this, and let's make it right. That's what he's going to do. So that's why he's awesome. So Gilbert at H&R Block, 503-233-0447. 503-233-0447. Call him and set up an appointment. You can do it anytime. Anytime, day anytime. or night. Anytime. 
call him and get that set up. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. <laughs> Give us a call, 503-575-9120. I love our live chat. I love our little our community. If you are a live subscriber, six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. It's not just listening live that you get with that. You also get access to the chat afterward. You also get to uh, some special things in the archive. Mm. And stay tuned for next week is going to be a good time to be a live subscriber because we'll be announcing a few things um, next week. So we shall let pew, you pew, know. Pew. In the interim, uh, support Sign Fun up. Employment Radio. Go to our thing. Funemploymentradio.com slash experience. That'd be, that would if mean a lot to us. you enjoy our product every day, and even if you don't, uh, if you're unable to sub, you know, do the live subscription or do that, the $10 of coming down and hanging out with us for this live movie mm-hmm. commentary will be much appreciated. It's going to be a good time. And that's all, Chrissy, not special, your mom's yep. iced tea. It's, it's going to be, be a special time. We have it is really going to be fun. Oh, boy. All right. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. You're all wonderful. And we will be back. Do we have a guest tomorrow? I can't remember. Uh, I think we're doing an interview after the show, but. Oh, are we? Yeah. Remember what that thing. Oh, you're right. Yep. Okay. Thanks so much for tuning in. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Love you all. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. For the memories. Now that the show is through, I've got bigger things to do, but Maury is back weighing in, fat babies, how taboo.